0: What is a vow all about? Is it going on the TV shows and buying a, a letter? <laughs> like to buy a vow? That's a vow, not a vow, right? Vows are very important. It's, you know, it used to be said back in the old day we could do everything on a handshake, remember? Yeah. Have you tried that in the business world lately? That and $5 will still not get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks right? But I remember when you used to be able to stand by your word. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And that's really what this is about. I remember when we went to get this building. We had spoken to the uh, overseer at the Church of God and we had gone to their office. I remember meeting them after the pastor where we were meeting down the road had told us about the building, and the pastor was a, a great man. He uh, still leads the congregation, and I had a real love for Israel. fact, he told me that he had his own talit and the shofar, and we went and looked at the, you know, to go look at the building. I remember then starting the negotiations with him, and I really hated it because God took that away from me. If one thing you know about me is I'd love to negotiate. And I remember praying one day and God said, you're going to pay $675,000 for this building. And I remember meeting with the pastor. And he's like, well, we're going to, you know, we have this building. And, you know, we're going to get three people. We're going to get an appraisal done and whatever the appraisal is. That's the number we'll go with. He goes, but I'm thinking it's about seven hundred and fifty thousand. I'm like, okay, I can neg- that's negotiable. We can do that. I remember coming back, we met in his office, and he came back and he said that you know, they got the appraisal and I think it was around the seven hundred and fifty thousand range. He said, But we're gonna give it to you for six seventy five. And I sat there and I had a moment. Do, you try, do I try to negotiate? Because Let's face it. If anyone tells you, if you're going to go buy a building, how many of you take the first price they offer? Never. Never, right? But how about if that's the number that the Lord told you? Now I have a vow, don't I? The Lord said, this is what you're going to pay for that building. I probably could have gotten it down more. I have faith in myself. I know I could have done it. But you know what I did? said, we'll take it. Because I knew that God had told me that's what we were going to do. And that's what we were going to pay. And we did it on a handshake. Not only that, he said, we have a church that we would like to let you rent it out to to them. And we're going to pay you $3,000 a month for them to worship in your place. Our mortgage was about that much. I'm like, okay, this is a pretty good deal, right? Do we have a contract? No. We started looking at the building. We had an inspector come out, needed new AC units. Called up the the pastor. He called me back. He said, you have a $10,000 budget. Get new systems. So I called up our AC guy. And I said, we need to get new AC for this. Can you give us a good price? He comes back. And he was like, $9,500. I said, I'm going to say something really weird to you. Can you make it 10 <laughs> He ended up giving us like three years of warranty, you know, service included. And, right? But we, had, we were given that money. Again, they let, it, they let us come in and start doing remodeling. Because let me explain to you what was here. We had wood. I don't remember what the color of the carpet was. You. Oh, it was a rose color carpet, and had pew, wood pews from the 1940s. Right, real comfortable, aerodynamic. Back here. Along this, that wasn't there. This was come came out the other way. We we put that in. This this was that way. That wasn't there at all. And on the middle of the stage, pretty much taking up almost the whole back was a baptismal pool. Wait, there's more. It had rocks coming down off of it to make it look like a pond. And wait, there's even more. So behind our wall here is a mural that the pastor who had the church Absolutely loved. It was a water stream that made it look like it was going into the baptismal pool. I did not have the heart to tell them that the first thing we were doing was covering up that. The the baptismal pool is still in the backyard. We need to get rid of that. But they let us do all this work. No contract. It was a handshake. We were getting close. We had to get a, a loan, which they were helping us get. So I decided to call up the lawyer to figure we gotta get a contract I know how this stuff works and I call up and I call the law firm they told me to call and how many of you have ever called a law firm and you got the lawyer right away it never happens I said my name next thing I know the lawyer on the other end goes hi Scott how you doing I'm like doing great don't know who you are but doing great right he's acting like you don't know who I am do you I said no he goes your brother and I used to do some closings together in the 80s. I went, oh, now. He, he goes, I remember you. And we started talking, and I, he goes, do you have an, a, a real estate? I said, no. He goes, don't worry. I'll take care of everything for you. They wrote up the contract, did everything. Still had never signed the paper, and we were, we were, they allowed us to move in and start using the building without paying any rent, no down payment, no nothing. Because they knew our yes was yes and our no was no. And that's what it's all about. God wants us to be faithful in our word. Right, Whitley, who won't be here next week because he's driving? Where did he go? He's, he's, he's already driving now, right? Right, we got to be careful what we say, right? Especially when we're in the heat of the moment. We have a tendency to let those white lies fly out, right? But we need to make sure we understand what's going on. We need to realize that God wants us to be faithful to our word, He wants us to understand. A small lie is still a lie, right? Doesn't matter how we look at it. When we put our name on something, we better do it. June, you need to pay that person back for that ice cream cone. Well, you need to pay the family with interest. How many years ago was that? I have a feeling you might be filing for bankruptcy. There you go. I'll I'll accept that. She's going to be a rich woman now. (laughs) But that's what we have to understand is our word is what it goes by. And people take us for that. We need to make sure that we're doing the right thing. That we stand on it. Let's go to verse... Numbers chapter 30. Moses spoke uh, uh, to the princes of the tribes of Ben Yeshua saying, this is what Adonai has commanded. Whenever a man makes a vow to Adonai or swears an oath to obligate himself by a pledge, he is not to violate his word, but do everything coming out of his mouth. Suppose a woman in her youth vows to Adonai or or obligates herself by a pledge in her father's house. If her father should hear her vow or her pledge with which she has obligated herself and her father says nothing to her, all her vows and every pledge by which she has obligated herself will stand. But if her father should forbid it, on the day of his hearing it, none of her vows or, ple- or pledges by which she has obligated herself will stand. I will forgive her because her father has forbid her. It he goes on to talk about if you're married, that you're under your husband's authority. But if you're a widow or a divorcee, guess what, ladies? You're on your own, Right? Your word is your word. So we see here that we have an authority that we have to respond to. Just like man responds to God, our children must respond to us as well and our spouse. Does that mean as men we are taking control and what we say goes? If you think that's the case, you will not be married long. Did I have an outbreak over there? Right? That's, just not, that's not how it works. God brings us together. Judy and I celebrated 30 years this last two weeks. Right? She has put up with me for 30 plus years. She should get an award. But what we see take place and what God is calling us to do is to be faithful. Faithful. When you tell God, and how many of you done this? I know I did this as a kid. I have to admit it, just like you had to admit your, your thing. How many of us didn't study for that test? Come on. Right? And you prayed. I, I might be paraphrasing your prayer, but it's the same as mine. Oh, Lord. Let me get an A. We don't ask this to pass, right? We go for the whole, if you're going to pray to God. If you ask God to do something, right, go the whole way, right? It's not just, Lord, get me at C minus, minus, minus. Lord, get me, if you just get me that A, I will never do this again, right? I will uh, eat my vegetables. I will, you, you make a list, right? And then all of a sudden, a miracle takes place. And you get an A on the test. You don't know how it happened. But then what do you forget? The promises you made to God. We all did it. We all still do it today. Oh, Lord, I'm going to read my Bible. Man, he makes it easy. Only, this week was only six chapters. Ten minutes, you're done. A couple half Torah portions, read the little, in the New Testament. Man, you got it all done. But how many do it? How many take that time out to be with God? Because that's the promise that he wants. He wants us to get close to him. So if you make that vow, you better do it. Because he is watching. And he will take notes. And the day of judgment, it's just right around the corner. We'll be here before you know it. Yom Kippur, right? You have to stand before the Lord. God forbid what happens if you're not written in the book of life this year. And you have to stand before him up in heaven. Is he going to like your answers, your vows that you took? I want to read in Matthew chapter five. We're going to read verses 33 through 37. Yeshua speaks to this in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter five, verses 33. 37 please I will say it slower next time Matthew (laughs) we have two millennials back there and they can't figure out a computer no Matthew chapter 5 verses 33 37 take your time we're not waiting or anything no pressure That was a joke. Thank you. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall carry out your what? Oath to Adonai. If you say something to God, you better do it. Right? If you say something to man, though, guess what? You better do it too. If you make a promise, make it happen. Pay back for the ice cream. But I tell you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, or for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, Yeshua, right? How many people I swear to God. Right? He's saying, don't even do that. We need to be ready. We need to be able to stand on what we say. Verse 36. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. I want to debate that. My daughter makes them gray. (laughs) But let your word yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than this is what? From the evil one. Yeshua makes it very clear for us. We need to get back to those days where we could do a deal on a handshake. You know, that's one thing that I have to get used to in the, when I'm flipping houses. I am the flipping rabbi. That's what they call me, the flipping rabbi. But man, I hate, I'll make it. I will talk to someone and say, "Okay, I'm going to buy your house." We'll go right up the contract. I had this happen. Then 20 minutes later, the guy goes, "Oh, I sold it to someone else." I said, "What do you mean you sold it to someone else? We had a deal." He goes, "Oh, well, the guy offered me a little bit more." I said, "It doesn't matter. We had a deal." Oh well, you didn't, you know, write it up yet. We shook on it, man. You know what I told him? Because he came back with another deal a few weeks later. I said, I don't want your deal. He goes, well, yeah, it's a great deal. I said, no, I don't do with people like you. Because your yes is not yes. Stand by what you do. And guess what? People will appreciate it. They'll respect you. You know, it's funny. In the, in the flipping business, you go to these meetings, they all have, all the big guys have na- nicknames. One is Mr. Tycoon. Anyone get that one yet? Tycoon. First name is Ty, last name is Coon. The other one is the Godfather of real estate flipping. And I remember going up to this meeting I had to introduce myself. And I said I'm the flipping rabbi. So I have a question for you. Are you going to trust Mr. Tycoon or the Godfather or the rabbi? <laughs> Who are you going to trust? I got a lot of deals that day. <laughs> but that's what it's about. It's not just, it's standing firm and letting people know. Because when people know that your yes is yes and your no is no, they stand with you. Those promises you made to God, those ones that you're thinking about right now, you need to make sure you start doing them. It's never too late. Keep uh, your word. And do not steal ice cream. That is the moral of this story. June is never going to live this down. (laughs) But see, don't you feel so much better now that you've released it? See, you've let it go. I'm sorry? Yeah, well, and we won't see you next week. You missed that when you were downstairs. Yeah, I don't think you should be talking right now. You made my sermon very easy to understand. Got to stand by your word, right? Don't make up excuses just because you're shy, that your birthday's tomorrow, and that everyone's going to wish you a happy birthday. Or like another person in this room who decided not to come up last week, See now that instead of just doing it right, now that people, now everyone's gonna come up and say happy birthday to you, because everyone knows now. You could just stood back there and been quiet. Matter of fact, wasn't that the week that I said I can't believe no one was born on this week? Yeah, Yeah. think God was telling us something then. But I hope you understand the meaning. (laughs) We love you guys. Just don't. Just repent. (laughs) but stand by your word because when you do that guess what those who don't know the Lord see it and want it and that's what it's about it's about putting your faith forward so you don't have to say a word and others will come and wonder What do you have that they don't have? And that answer is Yeshua in your heart. Remember the Rukh HaKodesh, where does it lie? In your heart, right? Where did God put the commandments? In our heart. You know that little small voice that talks to you? How many of you hear it? How many of you hear it out loud? If you hear it out loud, I might be a little worried. No. (laughs) Right? You know that little voice that says don't do this or or do that, right? That's what we need to remember about and listen to because God is in us. He's going to give us the strength we need to get through the tough times in life because you know what? Life isn't easy, is it? There's valleys and there's hills. Sometimes there's mountains and then there's these big trenches going all the way down to the bottomless pit, right? But guess what? He's going to pull us out of them and he's going to bring us over him. Because that's what he does when we have faith in him. So I'm going to leave you with what Yeshua said. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than this is what? From the evil one. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I am going to bow your head and close your eyes. I want to talk to those who don't know Yeshua as their Messiah. If you're watching online, either live or archived, or here in the congregation, the gift of that still small voice inside of you, that gift of becoming a new creature in Him, is available for free. All you need to do is say a simple prayer. Matter of fact, we'll say it in support with you. All you have to do is acknowledge Yeshua as your Messiah, as your King. If you're watching online, you can contact us on the information you see on the screen. And wherever you are around the world, we will pray with you that prayer of salvation. We will contact you and pray with you. But if you're here right now with every eye closed and every head bowed and you're ready to say yes to Him, all you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? And Abba, Father, as we come before you, Lord, let us not forget the promise that you made to us here today. Lord, let our yes be yes and our no be no. And Lord, if there's places in our past that we need to uh, change and repent from, Lord, show us so that we can correct those wrongs. And Lord, let us going forward keep our word. Lord, let it follow your words and understand your commandments. Lord, we seek your will in all that we do. Lord, guide us. We ask this in your Son, Yeshua's name. And everyone said, amen, amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand, amen. Amen.